Hello my lovelies and welcome to another mini episode of Primed for Crime. I am your host Liv and I'm very excited to have you here and hope you enjoy today's case. And yes I am here, I know last week I said there might not be an episode because I am on holiday but I have pre-recorded so this will be out when I'm away so you don't have to miss a week of true crime. So today's case is a mini episode about Amber Hagerman, who was a nine-year-old girl who was abducted in broad daylight. Now before we get into the case, I just want to state that everything I talk about today is just information I have found online and I mean no disrespect to anybody involved or mentioned. And today's episode does include mention of sexual assault of a minor. So if this is something that you're not comfortable listening to, then please feel free to click out of this podcast. So let's begin. This is the abduction and murder of Amber Hagerman. On the afternoon of January 13th, 1996, nine-year-old Amber Hagerman went on a bike ride with her five-year-old brother, Ricky. To make the most of the warm winter day in Arlington, Texas, they headed to an abandoned grocery store parking lot that had a bike ramp that many kids in the neighbourhood used. Now, Amber and Ricky spent time playing in this parking lot and after a while, Ricky decided to head back home, leaving his sister to enjoy cycling on her own. And just minutes later, Amber was abducted in plain sight. Four days after Amber's kidnapping, a man walking his dog stumbled upon her body in a creek behind Forest Hill's apartment, which is an apartment complex less than five miles from the parking lot where Amber had last been seen riding her bike. Now, an autopsy later revealed that Amber had been kept alive for two days after she had been taken, and she had been beaten and sexually assaulted before her throat was cut and her body tossed into the creek. Amber's murder remains unsolved. There is only one real theory in this case, that Amber was kidnapped by a stranger. Now, 78-year-old Jim Kevill witnessed Amber's abduction from his backyard. He saw Amber riding her bike alone in the parking lot when this man jumped out of his black or dark blue pickup truck and grabbed the little girl. Jimmy stated that Amber screamed once and was kicking when she was hauled into the truck. Jimmy described Amber's kidnapper as, quote, a white or Hispanic male aged 25 to 40, under six feet tall, with a medium build, end quote. After Jimmy called the police, they were on the scene in a matter of minutes. And even though Amber's family members and, you know, members of the community and the authorities searched frantically for Amber, they were unable to locate her in time. Now, stranger abductions are really rare and difficult to solve, as there is usually little information to go on. And unfortunately, the forensics are of little help in this case. So when Amber's body was found, she was naked except for one sock, and the running water in the creek had washed away critical forensic evidence. Mike Simmons, the investigative surgeon who was in charge of Amber's case at the time, 
explained, quote, There had been a very large storm and Amber was not only in water, but in running water in the creek bed. So there had been a tremendous amount of water flow over her body, which obviously made it hard in terms of trace of evidence, end quote. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if Amber's killer had committed a similar sort of crime. And although it's unlikely, I hope he's, you know, already in prison and just hasn't been linked yet to Amber's murder due to, you know, the lack of forensic evidence. Um, It's horrendous that people can do this to anybody let alone a child and I think because of the way that the crime was committed it was so fast so sudden didn't seem to be planned that the possibility that this person has done this to somebody else is so much higher it's very you know it's more of an opportunity I think that this killer took um it's horrible, it really is. However, there is one good outcome that came from Amber's murder, so there's no doubt that many of you have already heard of the Amber Alert program, but did you realise that it was named after Amber Hageman? So after Amber's murder, Diana Simone, a Fort Worth mother who had never met Amber, contacted a local radio station And she questioned why broadcasters sent out severe weather warnings but did not alert the public when a child was abducted. And she had a brilliant point. And perhaps if the community had known about Amber, uh, you know, that she'd been abducted and was aware of the suspect and the vehicle description, Amber could have been located before she was killed. And this idea just snowballed and at Diana's request, it became what is now known as the Amber Alert Programme. Now the programme is currently being used in all 50 US states, the District of Columbia, Indian countries, Puerto Rico, the US, Virgin Islands and 22 other countries. And according to the Amber Alerts Programme website, as of November 2017, the system has resulted in the successful recovery of 897 children. Donna Williams, Amber's mother, has called the implementation of the Amber Alert Programme bittersweet. Donna cannot help but wonder, quote, What would have happened if we would have had the alert when Amber went missing? Could it have helped bring her back to me? End quote. And although Donna is thankful for every missing child that the system assists in locating, it sadly brings her no closer to finding her daughter's murderer. There's been roughly 8,000 leads in Amber's case that have been investigated, and despite the hard work of nearly 50 police officers and federal agents, Amber's case remains unsolved. The police, however, refuse to give up finding Amber's killer. They insist that somebody out there has knowledge that will aid in bringing closure to Amber's family and community. Somebody out there knows something, and I'm going to list um, some contact details in the show notes. And, you know, I know that it's... You hear about cases all the time and years later, you know, people come to justice and I really, this is one of them cases that I really, 
really do hope that there is some information because somebody knows something and I just cannot imagine the grief that that family is going through not knowing who or what exactly happened to their own daughter so that does conclude today's mini episode um i'm gonna put down some information in the description there is a ten thousand dollar reward for any information leading to the arrest and grand jury indictment of the suspect and you know people can remain anonymous if they really need to so i'm going to link everything down below um it's a very this is a very important case and one that i think people don't often know about people often know about the amber alert program but not the reasoning behind it so getting amber's name out there getting people to hear her story really could be kind of the difference between not finding her killer and finding it so thank you very much for listening if you know anything please get in contact and i will see you next week for monday's episode see you later